In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs with a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighbourhood cats. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we're we're Absolute Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. Welcome to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to conquer distractions, unlock stress-free walks, have a harmonious household. Is there anything else I've forgotten? You know what? Just pure awesomeness. Yeah, just have an amazing relationship with your dog. And today we're talking about something that seemingly isn't to do with dog training and yet actually is everything. And the cool thing about what we do here at Absolute Dogs and what you guys get to hear on a on a regular basis is I suppose the human part yeah. of the dog training. I hope that you realize already uh, whether this is your first podcast with us or whether you've listened to 10 of the podcasts. You know what? I think that one thing Absolute Dogs does um, so much more than so many other dog training services is that actually we like to consider the human half, yeah. knowing how much it underpins, how much it relates, how much it strengthens that uh, relationship as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. And so what we are talking about today is imposter syndrome. Dun, dun, dun. Sounds scary. So what is imposter syndrome? Who has it? What does it look like? Where's it come from? Like, give me the lowdown on it, Tom, for those people who might not have heard this term before. Yeah, so imposter syndrome, we've all experienced this, right? Where we feel like we're almost being a little bit of an imposter in a situation. Like, you know, we shouldn't be there. We shouldn't be doing something. We shouldn't be advising something. I've got two good examples of this. I remember being about, I don't know, I must have been about 21, um, only very recently. And, uh, I remember standing uh, in a classroom of of children and realizing it was suddenly my turn to be the teacher. Mm. And I was a school teacher for a little while, short period. Um, And I literally was in that moment of like, what on earth am I standing up here (laughs) teaching these guys? Like, like, who am I to be teaching them? Like, I'm 21. What do I know? And I'm teaching these 16 year olds. And I'm sure they know more than me (laughs) because there's loads more of them. And I remember just standing there quivering and shaking, literally like a complete mess in this Mm. moment of, I don't deserve to be here. Mm -hmm. And I really felt like that was the sort of like the emotion that was going through my head and Mm -hmm. and I I could feel it through me, like pumping through me. It was, you don't deserve to be here. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. You don't deserve to be here. Who are you to stand up and try and talk to these people? And it was like a real, it was was like this voice going through my head. I don't know if anyone else has voices. Sorry, just an extra share. (laughs) Um, But it was a voice going through my head, really questioning my ability. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this shows itself in really what we see as two areas of of dogs and dog owning and dog training. And the first one is all of you out there who have always wanted to work with dogs and yet you've never done it because you've always thought somebody else should do it instead. You've always thought you shouldn't be the person to do it. And yet you're probably 
that person that can think of a hundred reasons why somebody else should do something. Like think of a friend or a family member. You can see all of these amazing reasons why they should do something. But then when it comes to yourself, you think about all the reasons why you shouldn't and how, you know, you're, you've got this, this increasing feeling of being an imposter and like you're cheating and you're tricking the world. And when somebody gives you a compliment, you're like, oh no, yes, I tricked them. They don't know who I really am. Um, but the reality is you're exactly who you need to be. You're exactly who you need to be. You are the very best you that you can be. Yeah. There's no one youer than you. No. Um, and you know what? You are absolutely doing an amazing job. You're yeah. killing it. You're crushing it. We are literally supporting you because everyone needs a cheerleader, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now, when we say about, um, I suppose, uh, the feeling of imposter syndrome, when does it often come in or when yeah. does it kick in? Because I think it's important to identify when this kicks in. And I'm working with an owner right now. Um, she's a really brilliant owner. She's an absolutely fantastic owner in so many ways actually. And one of her biggest times for this to kick in is when something else tips her bucket mm -hmm. or fills her bucket. Mm -hmm. It normally happens amongst other things. So right now, I know that she might be having some crazy family struggles mm -hmm. and she might be having some crazy, like there's there's decisions to make around work and life and, mm -hmm. and all of these things. Yeah. And this is when imposter syndrome really can kick yeah. in for her. Exactly. And you know, what we've we, we've talked about kind of how professional, you know, the, the work with dogs type imposter syndrome might come in, but also with your own dog, Many dog owners, and we've all been there, we think, maybe I'm not the best owner for my dog. Or another one that she feels, I think, is that she's training a dog and, and actually I'm trying really, really hard here, but I'm still doing a really crappy job. Mm -hmm. And actually I'm just not doing great at this. Yeah. And and, and I'm, I'm out there putting all this time in, putting all this effort in, and actually I'm not very good at it. And why am I trying? Why yeah. am I even bothering? And, I shouldn't even be here. And, you know, our first kind of rescue strategy, rescue tip there is that sometimes we have to take a step back from a situation and ask, ourselves, why are we feeling this way? And often, if we ask ourselves that, that question, we often find that it's not anything to do with our dogs or our dog training. It's because our bucket is full from so many other things. And actually, we're just kind of like directing this onto an experience that fills us with joy. It's almost like a self-sabotage, right? Where, you know, the what might be the one source of joy in the week, actually, let's ruin that by, by you know, feeling like we're an imposter and that we can't do it and we're doing a rubbish job. And so when you take a step back and you think, hold on a second, what else, what might be, fill what's, what's filling my bucket mostly here and driving this, driving this feeling? You actually start to think, hmm, it's something to do with my dog. It's actually to do with, I don't know my next door neighbor or it's actually to do with what's and going on at work here's or... a great example I know that um, we in the past have certainly had um, sort of uh, lots of clients who've had neighbor struggles with mm -hmm. dogs and noise and, mm -hmm. and everything else and often unfounded yeah. and at the same time um, that really upsets the balance you can mm -hmm. be having a great conversation you can be a great morning you can be a great day and suddenly there's that knock 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 at the mm -hmm. door sorry if I knocked and your dog barked it's a great moment for DMT it's a game we play mm -hmm. if you haven't already played it basically what are you going to do do immediately on any distraction you are going to try and get in there first and just deliver calmly some layer of reward and food so hopefully your dog did not notice that whilst you're also going to be saying something like nice hmm. right tom yeah yeah. Ideally. Anyway, um, basically, uh, that's the moment where so many people are having a good mm. day and sometimes then it turns into a completely different day and then imposter yeah. syndrome can kick in when that balance is sort of upset, I suppose. Yeah. The balance is gone. Yeah.
And, you know, the, the, the kind of tip that the next tip that we've got for you on this is that actually when it comes to dog training and dog owning, it really is progress, not perfection. And when we say progress, that isn't day after day after day of progress. That is over the course of a week, over the course of a month, is the average better or is the average worse, right? And if the average is worse, that probably means we just need to rethink the plan. If the average is better, it means we're doing everything right. And that's the beauty of it, that actually it's not, it's much more of like a, a, a not a, a, I don't mean slow burner in that it, it, you know, it's, you don't see results often. It's actually that, you know, 1% every day adds up. 1% improvement every day really starts to, to mean something. I think my next tip, and this for me is a really powerful one, is always staying hungry for new knowledge. Mm. Always staying hungry for new growth. Yeah. Always staying hungry for, um, learning that bit more and I suppose leaning in yeah. like when it gets tough and if you're not sure about whether you're good enough and if you have those wobbles then lean in and keep learning and keep growing and know that we're all on this path of sort of exploration yeah. and journey and deciding where this goes and, and nobody really knows right like we yeah. just have to kind of it's getting a bit philosophical but let's let's carry on and nobody really knows where we go mm. right so all we want to do I think is keep growing keep yeah. learning like you said progress is not perfection um, and actually um, it's progress we're looking for not mm-hmm. perfection uh, and actually in those moments leaning in yeah. I think leaning in and knowing that we just have to push that a little bit harder or mm-hmm. dig that little bit sort of deeper yeah. or get that a little bit grittier. Yeah. Next tip is that it's actually whether you are, you know, the owner that your dog wished for, could, the best owner your dog could ever wish for or not, it's not down to how your dog is behaving. It's down to how you are behaving. Mm. And so actually it's about you making the right choice in the moment. You know what? Sometimes dogs will freak out, bark and lunge at something. And what we could do is we could be absolutely traumatized and be like, oh my goodness, my dog's behavior, everything I'd be doing. Or we could simply get them out of the situation and think, pat on the back. I did exactly the right thing I was meant to do in that situation. I got them out of Dodge and here I am and we're in a much better space. Okay, next tip for you. Surround yourself with cheerleaders. Surround yourself with supporters. Surround yourself with what we call here at Absolute Dogs yay-sayers. A yay-sayer. You'll hear them. Like this morning, oh my goodness, I heard one of the guys out on the yard this morning singing zippity-doo. I'm not going to sing. Zippity-doo-dah. He was singing zippity my oh my what a wonderful day I was like you need to be here more often Jack mm-hmm. uh, and that is literally what I said to him as I waltzed past and um, and the the thing is there are uh, culture is everything and I, I've really witnessed it over the past few months I suppose culture is everything you hang out with with naysayers you hang out with negative people you hang out with people who say you can't do stuff you hang out with people that ask you and question you why you're doing something or mm-hmm. whether you're good at something or whether you're qualified or why you're even considering it or you know what naysayers and you know what it feels different Mm. it feels different even just their energy around you consider who your company is they will not help imposter syndrome if you're hanging around with the wrong people so sometimes you have to have a little bit of a um a cleanse Uh, a cleanse is all right Mm. Uh, basically you consider who you're spending lots of time with that might be your family it might be your friends and that doesn't mean you can't still consider how much time you're going to allocate them in a week Mm. because ultimately imposter syndrome will be fed 
by negativity. Yeah, absolutely. Next thing is, and this is like almost like a thing to always come back to, always like ground yourself with, and that is that powerful why, that reason why you got a dog in the first place. And maybe then the reason that it has become, because I know many of you will, you would have got a dog in the first place because you imagined them lying calmly beside you at the pub, walking stress-free, off lead, enjoying life together. And that was your powerful why. But I know that most of you have a much bigger powerful why now, and that is that it has catapulted you into a journey and a life of loving training dogs, loving playing with dogs, loving working with dogs, and interacting with dogs on a level that prior to maybe having the wake-up call of a naughty but nice dog or a, a dog with struggles, you never even knew existed. And when you remind yourself, actually, first of all, why you got a dog in the first place, but then the gift that your dog has given you just by the very nature of you you know, listening to this podcast, you've discovered a passion that many people go through life and they never discover their passion, right? It's probably only 1% of the world population actually discovers something that truly lights them up. Those flames. Yeah. Phantom. Your dog gave you that. Your dog gave you that, right? What a gift. And what a beautiful gift. What a beautiful gift. So, one more. I've got one more. Go I don't know about it. you. I've got one Go more. Go for it. Have some affirmations. Have mm. some positive, whatever you want to call them, mantras or words of, of positivity yeah. or affirmations or whatever you want to say. Like for me, we've got some really cool ones here at Absolute Dogs. We've got, I can do all things and optimism is a way of life or um, live lucky um, or um, like this. There are, there are just so many, live with passion. Mm. Um, there are so many um, that like kind of like whenever I feel a little bit stretched, I straight away will go to myself, I can do all things. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, I can do all things. Mm-hmm. And then also I'll pat myself on the back and I'll reaffirm that when something does go right. So um, this morning I was chatting to you, Tom, about randomly doing some completely different jobs to mm-hmm. my normal day task. And I was like, I can do all things. Seriously, mm-hmm. I can do that. I can do that. Like, um, exactly. who makes who makes you qualified to, to do what you do? You know what? Half of what we do, we're qualified to experience. So mm-hmm. the more you get to do it, the less you get to feel like an imposter, the more yeah. you get to pat yourself on the back and have the affirmation that tells you that. So so that were what that were that were that was uh, our, our top tips really I suppose for being an awesome human being for getting rid of imposter syndrome for kicking it to the curb yeah, because we do not want to hear anyone no. who doesn't feel awesome and right being the very best trainer of yourself as well as your dog you're exactly taking, who you need to be taking control of your own human training mm. sometimes right like this is the human side of dog training yeah. this is the side that's often underdone and literally what you've just listened to might supercharge your day it might supercharge your week it might supercharge your month it might do your year Mm. Uh, you might want to share this with someone and actually what I would probably say to you is it doesn't have to be someone who knows dog training you can share this to anyone because imposter syndrome can kick in anywhere it can find and raise its ugly head anywhere in the world the most important thing is that actually you can identify it you can recognize it Mm -hmm. and you remember your affirmations and you kick it to the curb yeah so with that guys kick that imposter syndrome to the curb that was this episode of the sexier than a squirrel podcast we will see you in the next episode it's going to be a good one and remember stay sexy. sexy Hey, before you go, have you taken part in the worldwide Sexier Than a Squirrel Challenge? It's a 25-day online video programme, huge energy, amazing community, and over 6,000 people are already taking part. The only question is, you know where you are today, where do you want to be 25 days from now? Head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy.